Welcome to Bare Roots, the podcast that unearths the truth. Allegedly. We're your hosts. I'm Alina. And I'm Shannon. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bare Roots. Today's episode, as you can tell from the title, is all about the moon landing. And if you're wondering why we are finally talking about this, this one has been on our list for a while now. We have been waiting because it is going to be the anniversary of the moon landing. It happened in mid-July, so we wanted to kind of time it perfectly this episode with that anniversary. And, you know, it's quite controversial. It is definitely, I think, a conspiracy theorist, one of their favorites to talk about. And there's some good reason why. So, but before we begin, Shannon, how are you feeling today? I'm good. I feel as though this is, like you said, one of the major conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious to see where your tinfoil hat is on this. I know. I kind of feel like we may differ. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very interested to hear yours. I think this one is probably the most polarizing, like in terms of tinfoil hat, Mm. what people believe. I feel like you're very much firmly like yes or no I think the middle is kind of you're right not hard but like I think people definitely have opinions right because it either has to be faked or it has to be real there's not really like a halfway right position I guess exactly exactly okay well without further ado let's jump into the on the record portion so in 1961 President John F. Kennedy wanted to land humans on the moon which the moon is 200,000 miles away from Earth, so it's no small feat. And he wanted to do that before the end of the decade. And that's just one way. We're not even talking about the return trip back. That's true. That's true. (laughs) JFK actually confessed that he wasn't that interested in space, but what he was interested in was winning the Cold War, which we were in the throes of at this time. Mm Mm-hmm. This Cold War is just kind of like a bunch of competition between the U.S. and the Soviet Union. And just after JFK's inauguration, the Soviet Union had sent the first man into space. And a few years before that, they started the space race by surprising the world with the first intercontinental ballistic missile, ICBM, and the first satellite. So they like they weren't really on anybody's radar about space. And then they put these two things into space and uh, kind of freaked people out. Exactly. And then it was a true competition. Like, oh, dang, Russia or the Soviet Union is definitely winning. They've clearly have done so much in terms of technology and dominating the space area. Right. Exactly. I was looking at a timeline of the space race online today and I didn't realize there's just so much it goes boom 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 and you know you think like oh they put up a satellite and then the U.S. puts up a satellite and then he put somebody out there and then you put somebody on the moon you think it's just kind of Mm -hmm. like three steps but there are so (laughs) many little things that came up like the Soviet Union put the first dog into space and then the U.S. put in the first chimp into space and it was just like all these (laughs) different things yes it's it was definitely a huge competition and it's i don't know i guess like when you really think about it and just what they could do and what could they see it is kind of frightening to think about if you put your 
myself in like that time period. Like, oh my God, they put, you know, a dog into space. Like, what can they see? And for that reason, I think Kennedy and Johnson really saw the value of if you can dominate the space area, then you can mm-hmm. really like dominate everything. Right. And they kind of, they just kind of wanted to show each other's strength and each mm-hmm. other's technological skills and intelligence, I guess. Exactly. And it doesn't help that these countries both have nuclear power as well. Oh, so that's yeah. just something in the background. Right. <laughs> right. It's the um, definitely scary times. <laughs> Every time I hear about the Cold War, like, does it not remind you of the song by Fall Out Boy? They see the scene. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> like, God damn. Arms raised. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Just a little intermission. <laughs> so on July 16th, 1969, so we only had what five more months left of the decade mm-hmm. to get this done, and they did it. Neil Armstrong, Edwin Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins blasted off to the moon. And it actually took some 400,000 NASA employees and contractors to pull this off. And NASA is a new thing at this point. Mm -hmm. They are a new organization. So this is pretty impressive. I mean, the whole space race was impressive, but Mm -hmm. obviously this is the pinnacle. Four days later, they were the first astronauts to land on the moon on Apollo 11. Insane. I still like, I always think about, or I shouldn't say I always think about, but I wonder what it so few people have actually made it to the moon that it must be very, very cool to be part of that elite group oh, and just yeah. how that's so life-changing. I always think about the images that they show from the moon, like the view from the moon. Okay, yeah. obviously for Earth, we can see the moon, but just being on the moon and then seeing Earth, that is really trippy to me, but also really cool. Yeah, that was that image was called Earthrise or something like that mm-hmm. instead of Sunrise. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So on July 20th, Neil Armstrong became the first human to step on the moon and he and Buzz walked around for three hours and they did experiments. They picked up bits of moon dirt and rocks. They did different tests. Collins stayed in orbit around the moon and he did experiments and took pictures, which I always wondered, did they have to fight over who got on the moon or was Collins just a-okay with staying in orbit? Because it's also terrifying, you know, like maybe I would be okay with just staying on the. (laughs) I really want to say Collins was the pilot. So he was the one who trained to obviously run the spaceship or the rocket ship, I guess. So I think he had to stay on because he was the only one who could operate the vehicle that would get them back to Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Important. Yeah. And this is when Armstrong famously said, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Iconic. I wonder if he was thinking about that. I know. For a long time. (laughs) Because really that quote is genius. It just says everything. And if he really did just say it on the cusp, like, wow, credit to him. Right. They put a U.S. flag on the moon and they also left a sign on the moon. They returned to orbit, joining Collins, and on July 24th, 1969, all three astronauts came back to Earth safely, which it seems like it should take a longer time, but July 16th, 
to July 24th. That's a wild time. Like, <laughs> that's I, what, eight yeah, days? Imagine. Yeah. So that's a week of your life that <laughs> is so monumental. Just imagine the Monday morning meeting. You're like, oh, how was your weekend? It's like, oh, it's good. I went to the moon. <laughs> that's great. There would be five more successful lunar landing missions and one unplanned lunar swing by. Apollo 13 had to abort its lunar landing due to technical difficulties. And the last men to walk on the moon were astronauts Eugene Cernan and Harrison Schmidt of Apollo 17. And they left the lunar surface on December 14th, 1972. I did not realize it had been that long since we had anybody on there. Mm Mm-hmm. That seems a little wild, but also I guess it takes so much money and effort to get to these places that you should probably, like, you know, how many times do you have to go? (laughs) Right, exactly. Like, did you learn everything that you needed to learn? God, can you imagine having, you must, you know, you have a checklist of what you need to accomplish on this mission and what, if you forgot something, you're like, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to get that sample. (laughs) Oh my God, I can only imagine. There's no going back. (laughs) There really isn't. So by landing humans on the moon, the U.S. effectively won the space race that started 12 years earlier by the USSR. And interest going to the moon waned after that because there wasn't much of the competition or rivalry anymore. Mm -hmm. And that kind of... I was wondering why that stopped the competition you think that you would just continue to one-up each other right right but is russia into mars i don't i don't know if russia's into mars oh i don't know that's a good question because yeah everything fizzled out after the moon and there's just a lot more to do you know yeah (laughs) i wonder is it because people aren't really but then again we send people to the satellites all the time yeah. And they're up there just like maintaining all of our satellite and whatnot. So it's not that we aren't sending people up into space. I feel like now, as we're talking, the newest thing that's getting people, you know, chatting is SpaceX. And yeah. Elon Musk, I think, is bringing the space back, if you will. <laughs> For sure. He made some sort of promise about getting people to Mars. Yeah, in a very short period of time. Like, I almost want to say four years, but I yeah. am definitely making that up. Yeah, it's definitely still a thing, of course, the space industry. It is curious how, like, we as a society don't, I don't want to say don't care anymore, but they just don't publicize it as much. Why are we not excited anymore? I don't know. I feel like there wasn't much to get excited about recently. Yeah. I think a lot of people would get amped to see somebody on Mars. Yeah, but we've only gotten a robot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's hard to get excited over a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the first time, but mm. once you get a multiple robots on Mars, it's just kind of... Yeah, loses slow. luster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what's on the record for the space race and the lunar landing. Yeah, And there are some fun facts that I discovered when researching. One, Shannon, did you know that apparently they reported that the earth, or not the earth, sorry, the moon smelled like wet fireplace ashes or like air after a fireworks show? 
which is so weird to think about the moon smell. Like, I never thought, what did the moon smell like? To me, it's like nothing. But then right. again, that also seems silly to think that there would be smell like nothing. It's also strange that it, they could smell anything at all with their suit on. Oh, interesting. That's a Spooky. good point. Spooky. <laughs> Maybe it was just so strong that it just... Yeah, I know. That's you what know? I'm <laughs> Yeah. And then another thing that was interesting was apparently Buzz, he took a Holy Communion um, on the moon, which I'm like, oh my God, that's so interesting. Like, I didn't know that he had brought in a like, personal item with him. Yeah, that's definitely commitment and one of a kind. <laughs> exactly, for sure. So before we dive into the conspiracy theories, let's take a listen to our sponsors. Alrighty, and we are back. So the conspiracy theories, I shouldn't mention, it's very much 50-50 on like what people think, but it's not necessarily a new thing that people are talking about. It actually began as early as the mid 70s. So people were already suspicious once it did happen. Mm -hmm. And there was some good reason for that. And the main one was kind of the motive. And at that time, the US and Soviet Union were of course, in a battle in the Cold War. So there was a lot of concerns that the Soviets were going to have a missile on the moon. So in order for the Soviets to kind of back down or to have the U.S. show their dominance in the space, the theory goes that the moon landing was actually staged so that it looked like the U.S. had beat the Soviets. So this really, in theory, would have gotten the people super pumped get them feeling patriotic like we won this thing take that you know to the <laughs> soviets obviously this was such a big deal i mean the soviets were winning in so many other categories that if yeah. the u.s could win in this big way like this would be a huge deal and at that time already the u.s felt so behind so is it far-fetched that maybe they staged it just to prove something just to kind of throw off the scent to the Soviets? Maybe. And so people have taken a look at like the technology and that is a huge thing that people bring up in terms of this whole conspiracy theory. And when you look at the footage, it really looks like the astronauts are hopping on a trampoline. Like you're just so bouncy. And then in another video, someone had fallen down and they bounced right up without a struggle. And granted, we don't know what it's like on the moon and gravity is definitely different than over here on earth but some people think that it was some sort of like hollywood magic movie moments where they just kind of created this set where they looked like they were on a moon and then they were just bouncing around and that's how they were able to kind of defy gravity if you will like it just looked very strange to people and another thing too which i will say this does get me how did they broadcast this live people are like it was 1969 like we still struggle to get cell phone service in very <laughs> remote areas so how did we get enough signal not only to broadcast it but to essentially live stream it 1969 like what technology was definitely not as good as it is now like how 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 i do not have an answer for that <laughs> yeah and so that is 
a big one. And I agree. It's just, you look at the computers and you're like, I think that's equivalent to my TI-84 type of calculator, you know, (laughs) like how crazy is our technology? And then the photographs, right? People like to bring up. So the photographs um, that were taken had crosshairs and that's pretty common when you take photography, like it'll have this crosshairs to set up the image perfectly so you can have it more aligned. But it looked like there was something behind an object. Granted, it wasn't in all photos, but this was really suspicious. Like how is it that if you were taking a photo, how did the crosshairs be able to get behind an object? You know, just like Hmm. a little funky. But it wouldn't be if it was, you know, in the, uh, the backdrop. <laughs> exactly. And then there is another photo of the astronaut and he's taking a picture of the other guy. And because, of course, they're wearing their suits and everything and the helmets, you can see in the right corner of the visor, it looks kind of like a shape of a stage light. So people are like, what is that? What is this weird thing that's bouncing off of it? And why does it kind of look like a stage light? And apparently NASA said it could be damages from an older photo. So maybe it's not something, but it does. If you look at the image, it's like, that is kind of weird. And if you tell yourself it looks like a stage light, it looks like <laughs> a stage light. And people also bring up the flag. So the flag uh, was moving and people talk about how like weird this was and how it was really off. There were no stars visible in the pictures. And another is that there was like a lack of a blast crater under the landing module. So people who deny it explain it as anomalies. And well, they're explaining the anomalies. Yeah, like the weirdness of like these yeah. photos. Yeah. And apparently it's like with camera exposure times, the way the thrust works in a vacuum and the reflective qualities of moon dust. So it's just a bunch of debunking essentially and through a photographer's lens but it's like okay how many people have been to the movie like, we don't really know <laughs> you say this but like these are just i don't know guesses and the way that the shadows fall on um, when they're on the moon so in the images from the moon landing it is possible to see certain objects even though they're in a shadow so skeptics argue that if the sun were the only source of light this wouldn't be the case. Therefore, the fact that you can see some of the objects in the shadow must be a result of some Hollywood special effect from the lighting, which is so interesting. And I always think about that when I draw or like painting class, mm-hmm. it's like always finding the light. And it makes such a difference. Like once you understand lighting, especially in drawing and painting, you're like, oh, wow, like the way that the light bounces off on objects is, is interesting. You know, and there can only really be one source. Well, there can be multiple sources, but in this area, it's like, I mean, the sun's only there. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> and then there was another picture of a rock and it looked like it had the letter C on it. So people think that it might be a prop, but apparently they've come out and they've said the original photos don't have it, but they think that maybe like a tiny hair got in the way when they transferred it. So <laughs> it could be just a little hair particle, but it is kind of weird. And I feel like in so many of these cases, there were some misplaced of about like 500 moon rocks that NASA lost. So it's like already that's suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, anything, something goes missing. I just. It's awfully convenient. Exactly. Exactly. So these 
images that we talked about, even though it's like, okay, people are nitpicking and all this stuff. And they're like, well, this doesn't look real. And this looks fake. And let's talk about this live broadcasting. Why would they do that? Technically, NASA did release a photo that they admitted was fake. So what happened was they released a photo of an astronaut in training. But then when they left, they took that photo and flipped it and added a black background to say that like this guy was in space. So oh. essentially, he they photoshopped it. That's essentially what happens. And they just took a photo of him training and then said, yeah, look at him. He's just like in space. And people were like, wait, this looks exactly like the photo of him training, but just flipped in a different background. So they were caught. They were of, you know, showing something that was not real. So again, like, yes, it does sound kind of very nitpicky stuff. But then again, technically they did do it. So who's to say they wouldn't do it again on a grander scale? That is pretty weird. Mm Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, apparently the U.S. wanted to give the country Holland a piece of the moon rock as just kind of like this nice little gift exchange. And it turns out they gave them a fake one. Like, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, they like investigated this moon rock and then they discovered it was fake. So it's like, okay, so we're just out here giving countries fake rock. Is that because we didn't land on the moon? Question mark. I don't know. And then lastly, Bill Clinton, former president, he had written a book about space and he apparently there was this random guy that came up to him and they were talking about the space and the moon landing. And this guy said to him, he's like, yeah, I really don't believe that the moon landing was real. I think it was fake or staged or whatever. And all Bill had to say in his book was apparently he thought to himself, wow, this man is really ahead of his time. So, and I mean, as president, you get a lot of top secret information. So what does that mean when Bill said this man was like really ahead of his time? Mm. I don't know. I mean, he didn't deny it. He didn't confirm it. He just said that. It's kind of weird. That is weird. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it, Alina, but I'm going to do the rebuttal. That's right. Go for it. Go on the attack. (laughs) So the reason why the flag looks like it's moving and it shouldn't move because there's no wind on the moon, which I didn't know about. I think you need to have an atmosphere to have wind, question Mm. mark. I tried looking it up, but then I lost interest almost immediately. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't (laughs) want to look it up anymore. So we're going to take their word for it that there should be no wind on the moon. And that's why people are like, why does the flag look like it's moving? Well, if you, the reason why that shouldn't be, or the reason why it looks like it's moving, but it can't be, is because that flag is not a normal flag. So if they had used a normal American flag on the moon, it would have just hung down by the pole like a normal flag does on Earth when there's no wind. But obviously that's not a good look. That's not a good photo. You need to have it stretched out Mm -hmm. across. So in order to do that, they added this horizontal rod inside the flag. And when they were taking it out to go walk around on the moon, they were having trouble extending it. Like just picture a selfie stick that's just not opening <laughs> up. Basically, it had some kinks in it and 
it that's why it looks kind of it, it was basically bent when they put it up mm. and that's kind of why the flag looks like it's flapping in the wind when it's really just bent and if you looked at other photos it's bent in the same way in every mm. photo and the broadcast the only time that it looked like it was moving was when they were actually physically moving it around you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. once they stuck it in the ground it wasn't moving so there's the rebuttal on the flag the no stars in the sky this one is a pretty easy one to dispute even i was like before even looking up rebuttals just like well that's obvious the exposure of the photo was mm-hmm. off so if you have this bright moon that you're on with the sun bouncing off of it and all of the astronauts have these white suits on then the camera's just going to pick up all that white it's not going to pick up the uh, minute star light in the background mm-hmm. and if the exposure was held long enough then yeah sure it could have you could have seen it mm-hmm so like even if you were on your back porch at night and you had the light on on the porch, like you wouldn't be able to see the stars at home, you right. know, in the sky. So that's basically that. And then the shadow thing, like why can we still see things that are in shadow, but the sun's there? The problem with that theory is that they just assume that the sun is the main and only source of illumination on the moon, but it's actually not. The sun, the moon is very reflective obviously we know that from being here on earth and so yeah when the sun hits the moon when you're on it it's gonna reflect and light up things that normally wouldn't if they weren't on a reflective surface that's why you could it seemed like there were multiple sources of light because there were this makes me wonder when do you think they what phase of the moon they think they landed on do you think they landed on a full moon that would make sense, right? Like you'd want to land in the fullest exposure of light. Well, I mean, the moon's so big, it probably doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. Like even the sliver of the moon, it would still be a big area to land yeah. on. But then the light itself. Right. But I'm saying like, even if it, there's a plenty of room to land in the yeah, light. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you probably wouldn't want to land on a new moon maybe. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up while you keep talking. Okay. So the fake moon rocks, apparently the rebuttal is that they are actually, I'm not sure. They didn't mention the Holland rock. I don't know what that was all about. But the rocks that they do have are still under study by scientists worldwide and were clearly formed in an atmosphere lacking oxygen and water. And they show major chemical differences from any previously known earth rocks. So this material could not have been collected or made here on earth. And it clearly comes from a different area, like a different world, basically. So they're saying there's no possible way we would have been able to get this except for on the moon. Mm. Also update, it doesn't talk about it. There's no answer, at least. (laughs) (laughs) Darn. (laughs) So that's kind of the rebuttal. And I also had a fun fact for the rebuttal. So Buzz (laughs) Aldrin, he actually punched a moon landing conspiracist in the face after he was approached by him saying that the landing was faked. 
And I can appreciate that. And I can understand the frustration if you have physically been to someplace <laughs> and somebody's coming up telling you that you faked it. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely seems like a slap on the face. Yeah, so he punched him in the face. <laughs> Man, don't we wish we could all do it. So Shannon, <laughs> where's your tinfoil hat? My tinfoil hat is on the shelf. I think we actually went there. I don't think you could keep 400,000 people quiet about a faking unless you just think that that whole number is made up and nobody, all those people that said that they were employed during that time by NASA were not. Mm -hmm. It just is a lot. And I can see where some of the things that they're saying sound plausible. But I feel like a lot of it is just grasping at straws and they're just trying to make something out of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I would like to believe that America could do this. It's like an, it's an inspiring story. You right, know? right, right. And so I, I, I know it was a short period of time that they got the space program up and running and somebody on the moon. But I'm hoping it's real. I think it's real. But I guess ultimately it doesn't really matter because it doesn't affect anything. And it's Mm -hmm. doesn't, it's not like malicious in the sense of the people who think the Holocaust didn't happen. You know, Mm -hmm. that's, that has Mm -hmm. worse uh, effects on the world than whether or not we actually went to the moon, but I'm a believer in that we did. How about you, Alina? I think my tinfoil head's on the shelf, but I have it like, my finger is just like touching it. Are you touching the tinfoil hat or are you touching the shelf? I'm touching the tinfoil hat. Oh. I just have like a little, like a little sun setting. Overall, I do think that we did go to the moon. To your point, I think it would be like a really big thing to just make up. I think it's not necessarily, I don't believe it happened. I'm just more curious. How did we get to broadcast this live? Like, I just kind of <laughs> want to know the fundamentals of that. How does signal work? Like, it, Again, we don't really have like satellites necessarily up in the moon. Like we're still figuring that all out. So how did we get that? I'm sure the answer is out there somewhere if we looked it up. <laughs> if we looked it up. Yeah. If we like dove into it. Like for me, it's just more of a curiosity thing. Like that one is a little interesting. And I could believe the idea of we did get to go to the moon, right? Buzz and all them, they did it, whatever. But maybe not on that day. Maybe we were not necessarily, like, we set this up, like, kind of like the Hollywood movie magic kind of thing, like, like a little pre-filming. Oh, okay. So then you beat the space race, but then you give yourself a little extra time to get there. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Or that or like they pre-filmed and like maybe that's what the broadcasting was this pre-filmed hollywood thing but then meanwhile they like knew that they wouldn't have signal like up and <laughs> at the moon so they're like what can we do to get people interested you know they want to see visuals of course <laughs> let's just do this little filming bit and then like meanwhile we yeah like a promo exactly we'll do the whole bit you know to take like, an hour to broadcast it whatever <laughs> But then meanwhile, you're doing what you got to do at the same time. Okay. So I could believe that. Like I could, I kind of like that idea, you know, a little pre-filming, which is not bad, you know, like I would understand, (laughs) especially if NASA and the government wants like the people to be interested in it and get excited. And they're like, shoot, like, how are we going to visually get people involved? Let's just film something. And then you guys do the job. We'll see you on the flip side.
yeah I mean I think I don't know if the world was expecting to see it yeah but they did it but they did it so I don't know about that but it is an interesting (laughs) theory (laughs) so that's where my tinfoil hat is but overall I do think it happened it's just interesting like yeah it's curious you know (laughs) but yeah so that is it for today's episode let us know if you guys want us to talk about maybe dark side of the moon you know people talk about oh yeah like the shadow side and like how we technically don't know really like anything about it you could do a little episode on that so let us know. Best way to let us know is through our Instagram at Bear Roots Pod, B-A-R-E Roots Pod. Be sure to follow us. Tell your friends to follow us as well. We have a new episode every week. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.